This is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play, learn, and grow alongside us. Now, the latest edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast with your host, Jody Claypool and Ryan Martin. Welcome back to another Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Once again, broadcasting in our new home, the Dream On Studio is here. This is uh, we've had a handful of these podcasts under our belt now at these this location. Last time I was in here, the the blue screen was up across the way. I felt very at home having a TV weather background. So I, I was I was at home there. I'm at home this time, but I have new people around me sitting in the co-host chair. Normally. Jody Claypool, my partner in crime at Tippy River Adventures, a sponsor of the podcast here, along with uh, uh, Visit Kosciuszko. But Corey Humes, you're in the co-host seat here today. I know. I have some big shoes to fill. Yeah, big shoes to fill. Big but shoes. usually those shoes don't fit right anyway. No. So I'm, I'm happy to have you here. And uh, let's see yeah. whether you can upstage Mr. Jody Claypool this week. Uh, great to have you here. Now, let's ask you first. I'm going to put you on the hot seat, oh. uh, hot seat because this is a this is our, our another series. We've been doing series this year. Uh, this series is uh, Little Town Big Amenities. So we're mm-hmm. talking about all things uh, town, local life. And, yes, and, and so why are you my co-host here today? Well, we're talking about all things that bring visitors and hospitality to Kosciuszko County. So well, we're why doing, does that matter to you? Why does visitors ma- matter to you? It matters for the economic impact it brings and the and expressing the reason why people should live, work, and play in Kosciuszko all right. County. I, I don't want that. You I don't want why, that? What is your title? Why are oh, you here? I'm the executive director of the Kosciuszko County Convention of Visitors Bureau. Oh, see, see I went off See, you I went off script. It, you make it way too difficult. You're, you're here with Visit Kosciuszko County I Conventions am. and Visitors Bureau. So good to have you here. <laughs> We're going to be talking now. Now you can talk about all those other little things yeah. that you said. Okay. Um, but that's that's why you're here. And uh, Corey, you're going to be hosting multiple ones in yes. this series, right? I am going to be a co-host in multiples. Yeah. So I may step out. Jody may step in. Others may yes. step in because again. Tippy River Adventures, busy season. It we are is. underway already. Memorial Day was our opening weekend. Spectacular time so far. So come see us. Now, who do we have here talking about Little Town Big Amenities today? We have Nick with the village at Winona. Yeah, thanks for having me. How are you doing? It's a beautiful sunny day. Enjoying it, the sunshine. It surely it's is. It's about time, honestly. It you is know, about time. It, it was an interesting spring. You it know, has I, been. It was, uh, you know, I go all the way back to April. Uh, and, I, and I go, this goes back a little while. But, you know, in April, we barely had a handful of days that were mm. what we would say normal. Uh, lots of water and the sun started to come out and it's making it very nice. So I think March was nicer than April. It was. Agreed. Uh, a That's week of 80 true. degrees in March. Yeah, it was spectacular. But... Nick, uh, talk to us. Why are you here talking about the village? Uh, what makes you an authority on the village? Yeah, so my day job is I'm the managing director for the village at Winona. So I get to oversee all aspects of what the village at Winona is. And if you haven't ever experienced the village at Winona, we are 
downtown Winona Lake, and we are kind of the heart of what Winona Lake is. So it's a pretty cool place to come shop, eat, and enjoy the amenities that we have. Now, before Corey starts to throw you the softball pitches, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you one here and allow you to. T- I know you like to talk, Nick. So uh, you're you're the managing director down there, but you're a lifelong resident. So you can you can speak to and and, and I'm a, almost a lifer on my end too. Not maybe from Winona Lake, but I know the area. You can speak to before the village and the village concept showed up and just talk a little bit about how things have transformed over the years here. Yeah, I actually am born and raised, proud to call myself a one in a laker. I have actually only lived in two houses my entire life, uh, both in one in a lake. I went to Grace College, graduated from there, went to Warsaw. Um, so never lived in Warsaw, only lived in one in a lake. So I, I have pretty much seen it all in uh, 41 years I've been living in this town. So I, you know, have seen all the transformation that has happened in the last 41 years, and it's been a lot. Um, even in the last 20, it's been night and day difference of how the town has um, grown. Um, you know, I, I would probably say I'm not a census expert, but I bet you in 20 years we probably close to doubled in size mm-hmm. from where we were back in the early 2000s to where we are now. Yeah, some I you know I, I use it sometimes with people that I'm 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 familiar with talking with. I, I, Winona Lake used to be the hole, mm-hmm. and and it really has transformed. And I sp- think that speaks a lot to what we're going to be talking about here today on the amenities side, because mm-hmm. through that transformation, a lot of things have 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 come together. So uh, if you had to pick a top three list, Nick, let's just start with that top three list of of the best things that have come out of this transformation, out of the village concept. What's Winona Lake have to offer that you would put in that top three? Um, one and I would say one and two are kind of the same, but a little bit different. Um, I think one of the the best things that we have right now is the Greenway. Our Greenway system is pretty amazing, and it's ever growing. Um, right now, I think we have close to two and a half to three miles, and we're getting ready to finish. Hopefully, in the next year, another two miles of Greenway. So there's com- some construction going on. Right now, along 250 and Pearson Road for a water main going out to Raccoon Run. And the plan is actually throw a greenway on top of that when all that construction is done. So right now we have some great greenways that start basically at the roundabout, go all the way out to Southtown on Roy Street, kind of snake along the backside of Grace College, uh, kind of makes a Y at Grace at Miller Field. So you can either go left and go kind of behind the college or you can go right and go out to Christ Covenant. So eventually we're going to have a connector from Christ Covenant that goes all the way down Pearson Road that will go to 250 and go to Lakeland Christian Academy and then continue on to the new town center that one is hoping to build here in the next couple of years over at Raccoon Run and Stonehenge Golf Course. So there is a lot of greenways that we have and there's only a small section in downtown Warsaw. So if you wanted to, you could start in Winona Lake and go all the way out to the Chenworth Bridge um, mm, towards Creighton yeah. Crazy Egg. So we have a pretty great greenway system, not only in Winona Lake, but in Warsaw too. So it's uh, one thing to definitely be proud of. In conjunction with that, I would definitely say the mountain bike trails. Um, We have just over 10 miles of single track mountain bike trails that are open access to everyone. Uh, The trails are actually privately owned. A lot of people don't know that. So there is a group of volunteers called KCV Cycling that goes out there and maintains those trails. But they're open access for anybody, walkers, runners, mushroom hunters. Uh, cyclists. So 
Uh, there are some general rules that you need to follow. Um, walkers and riders ride opposite direction, but I think our, our trails and greenways, um, if you need to split that, that can be number one and number two, or you can bind them together. Uh, another great thing that we have going for us is just the, the friendly atmosphere that all the shops have. Um, you can, you can walk around Wynonna Lake and really experience a lot of things, um, from world great cuisine from the restaurants that we have mm -hmm. to individual unique finds with all the different shops. Uh, you can really make a, a weekend destination out of coming to the village. Number three, I would just say it's just the, the pure joy that you get when you're coming into the village. Um, it's kind of challenging right now with the roundabout. Uh, we're getting to the home stretch of the roundabout being done. Uh, anyone who's been around for the last year has known <laughs> the challenge of the roundabout in Winona Lake. But once that's done, it's going to be revolutionized getting in and out of town. Um, but when you're coming along Park Avenue and you see the, the pear trees when they're blossoming, mm. going down Park Avenue, coming into the village, it's, it's one of the most amazing things you can experience. Just the tranquility that you experience driving down the lake and seeing all that. So those are kind of my top three things. Those are perfect. I was going to mention the connectivity with the greenways and the trails and, and along and what that the addition will provide the community here that we know we're always talking about connectivity and connectivity between communities. But this is great for walking and bikers that want more to do and want more to see. And just adding that is such a, a great asset to yeah, continue we're looking on. forward to getting all those done and it'll just be another amenity that we can provide uh, the yeah. community when it's all said and done. That's awesome. Um, so I was going to move on through my, my, my list here. Um, so, you know, since I sit in the visitors, what, what are we here for visitors? So could you uh, paint and see what, what is something at the village that somebody for the first time may experience? You just sh showcased a great, coming down driving into the scenic of it which is fantastic if you come down the road and then you see the lake and you're like oh wow here's the yeah, here's you know, here's the town kind of going on with that theme of small town big amenities you yes. know i think why like definitely can and capture all that we are we are a small town you know we're just mm -hmm. over five thousand people um the late the latest census just put that us put us over five thousand so that's pretty amazing um in fact, you know, we've been lucky, and I don't know how much off script you want me to go with this, oh, but uh, Travel and Leisure Magazine mm. and HGTV in the last three months have both named us Best Town. Um, Travel and Leisure, Leisure was uh, top 12 yeah. uh, small towns to raise a family in, and HGTV was along the same lines, top 50 it, yeah. places to raise a family. So... Um, we've got a lot of great press here in the last three months of just what our town and our community has to offer. So I think as, you know, someone coming to the village for the first time, you know, one thing I like to say is, you know, it, it's a little bit slower, you know, we're not super fast paced. Yeah. Um, not saying that's a bad thing. It's not. Um, so you can really take the time to enjoy your experience. We have 21 shops and restaurants here in the village, um, so you can really spend some time exploring the different shops, exploring the different restaurants, eating out at all the great places we have to offer. So another thing that we have is we have a lot of green space. Um, there's actually quite a bit of green space in one in a lake. So there's a lot of open parks, a lot of open recreation opportunities uh, for different activities to be had. And there is those opportunities in that green space to take that time and just unwind. 
can sit in the Adirondack chairs. You can look out on the lake. You can just take a breath. And that's what's so great about the village in the town of Winona. Yeah, a couple of years ago, we bought 14 Pollywood Adirondack chairs and just kind of lined them uh, in the green spaces so people can enjoy the sunsets of Winona Lake. And if you've never experienced Winona Lake sunset, I'd uh, encourage everybody to come take the time and park along uh, the lake here and enjoy a Winona Lake sunset. It's pretty epic. It well, surely is. I want to. I want to kind of key in on one thing I, I I heard as you were talking. You mentioned uh, raising a, a family. So uh, the the lakes people talk about them a lot here in the county as mm. you know things that make us stand out. What would you if you had to put a number on it? And Winona Lake itself, and and we know how Lake Wawasee is in in the far northern part of the county. There's a lot of. I'll call them weekend warriors. You know, mm. people in and out, and they're definitely coming in. It may be a second home or, or even a third home, but Winona Lake, there's a lot more familiar uh, familiar and family kind of living that's going on there. What would you say the ratio is here in the village of people that call it home versus your weekend warriors? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I know Corey actually hounds me all the time to get stats oh. for her um, about how many out-of-town people yeah. we have coming. And it's so hard to put a grasp on that, you know, it, being uh, a small business that we are, you know, we don't have a lot of the capabilities to actually figure out where people are coming from. We do our best to, mm -hmm. you know, to ask people, you know, hey, where are you from? So I would probably say that probably 70% of our business is local business mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then 30% is tourism. Um, that's just guessing. Um, I know our festivals we have a lot of festivals here in the village and I know festivals bring in a lot of people from outside, yeah. but yeah, I think that, um, I was actually surprised Lily lakes and streams did a study a couple years ago and they found out that 50% of the houses on Winona were, were secondary houses. And that kind of blew my mind because, you know, I, I know living in this town is the only place I've ever lived. I start naming everybody I know that lives on the lake. And I'm like, man, it seems like we have a lot more local residents than we do second and third homers. So I don't that know. It is a unique statistic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if, you know, I don't want to say that they're wrong, but it just yeah. seemed that, may, and maybe that's the Warsaw side of it. You know, living in one end of the lake, I don't know a lot of the Warsaw side. So, yeah. you know, maybe it's just, you know, there's a lot more people on the one end of the lake side of one end of the lake that live primarily in their residences here. At first and secondary house. Well, and you said the census numbers being what they are, you you threw out 5,000. Yeah. You know, the amount of lake linear lake yeah. frontage we have around and then the number of people that yeah. have Winona mm -hmm. Lake addresses. So, But it's it's just interesting because, yeah, we do have the tourism. And, and that's yes. why, part of the reason why your job exists, Corey. It is really because, is without amenities and attractions right. that are like the village Winona, we wouldn't exist yeah we, we we really i mean there's a lot of people that would still want to live here yes. but it's the attracting them that comes in the business in as well. right. and, yeah. and one thing that we like to to talk about internally at the village is just how much business we do we kind of track sales uh throughout the actual 21 shops and restaurants that we have and we actually did 12 million dollars in sales and there's 21 shops and restaurants last year in 2022 that's incredible mm -hmm. so that was a record year for us um in fact it was pretty unique the way COVID happened. Um, you know, COVID shut down the world for three months. Yeah. 2021, and actually every year from 19, the village has progressed in sales and tourism every year since we've been open. Majority of the shops opened in the fall of 2000. So we're going on our 23rd year now. 
and every year has been better than the previous year. And you th would have thought with COVID that we would have slowed down. In fact, COVID was a record year for the shops. So that goes to support the fact that maybe people weren't as traveling as much. So we had a lot more staycationers coming um, mm -hmm. from Warsaw and surrounding areas to come to the village, enjoy the amenities that we have. And that trend has continued so far into 2023. 2022 for tourism in general, not just for us in Kosciuszko, but nationwide was incredibly high. So we're seeing that trend and it's nice to hear that the village saw that as well. So people are, they called it the revenge travel year. So people are ready to get out post COVID. They're ready to spend money. They're ready just to be out of their homes or be out a little further than maybe their countywide or their state. So that's good to hear. But that is remarkable that the sustainability during that pandemic time for the villages, it just kept growing. Yeah, we've definitely been blessed and yes. don't take that uh, for granted at all. So there, there, there's two ways that we can kind of tackle this uh, little town, big amenities kind mm -hmm. of talking point here. Uh, one is on the visitor side, getting mm -hmm. people in to visit the vacationers. But talk about it from the business aspect for somebody come, wanting to come here and put down roots or maybe start that business. Because once again, the village is very unique. There are not chains in no. the village. These are... There's one. Okay, there Rock are not many chains <laughs> oh. in the yeah. Rockefiz is technically yeah, a chain, technically but a chain, it, but it doesn't feel like it. It, it doesn't exactly. feel like it, and guess, it's a lot of mom and pop kind exactly. of things yes, here. So, very so. Uh, talk about the business climate, doing business in Winona Lake. Yeah, so just taking a quick step back from that, uh, talk a little bit about how the village was built. Originally, the, the village was built to be an art destination, so a majority of the shops were uh, art artisan shops. They were um, different potters, different um, medias of art, so painting and drawing. A lot of the shopkeepers lived upstairs above their shops. Um, that was in the early 2000s. So I don't know if the recession of 2008 had a yeah. lot to do with a lot of those uh, shops going out of business, but we had some turnover. And we have become primarily now retail shopping. So mm -hmm. we don't really even have any galleries per se in the village. Uh, the last one we had was Artista, uh, which was a pretty cool gallery that we had for a couple years. And, you know, just with everything in life, uh, they had uh, some opportunity to move to Florida um, and, and transfer. A lot of their business was media and they kind of had a love for art. So they kind of had a side business doing art, too. But the media business kind of grew and they needed to expand with that. So they kind of shut down uh, the gallery. But yeah. The village has grown into a retail shopping destination. You know, it's what yeah. we are. Shops and restaurants are, are all of our businesses now. We have a couple of service shops, uh, uh, Signature Studios, uh, Pottery Bayou, a Paint Your Own Clay Studio. So we do have some of their services, um, but we're majority retail shopping. So it's, uh, it's pretty awesome to see all the different unique shops that we have. We have a board that kind of vets all the shops to make sure we don't have a lot of the style of the same shop coming in. That way it does keep it unique. That way, you know, we've all been to the same uh, towns and different cities where there's 14 kind of the same shop in a row. Mm. We try to avoid that. We try to give each shop a unique experience. Um, just throwing shop names out there. Uh, shops like the Beat of Peacock, they're one mm -hmm. of five beach shops in Indiana. So it's pretty cool that you have something that's very niche like that here in the village at Winona. Especially with the size of Indiana, too. 
So are we, is that like one of the only in northern Indiana kind of? Yeah. That's lo- a really small number to be part it, of. It so is. it's very so, unique. Yeah, yes. there's, um, you know, I, I'm not a, an expert on beating, yeah. so I don't want to <laughs> give too much uh, uh, false information. I, oh, but come on, Nick. <laughs> it, you know, it's 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 like, uh, what was that? Uh, the Pretender TV it, show from back in the day. Oh, just, my just, goodness. Just pretend that you're the beating expert. Exactly. But yeah, we have a lot of different unique shops and restaurants, and we, we've taken a lot of pride in building what we have here in the village to give a great experience to everybody that's coming. Um, you know, you can truly find something for everybody. Um, yes. Uh, the Lake House is a great destination for water sports. They have great, you can rent paddle boards, you can rent kayaks, get access to the lakes, um, which is an easy way to do that. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to go rent a full-size boat. Um, you can just rent uh, a pedal board for a couple hours and go enjoy the lake um, all the way down to, uh, you know, going to Pottery Bayou, painting your own clay. You can go to Letterwood. Letterwood's a great little shop that okay. specializes in uh, paper products. So they they hand make everything there. They carry a lot of puzzles and uh, they actually have a small line of gift cards in Trader Joe's, which is pretty cool. A lot of people don't know that. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they have a little small line in Trader Joe's that they wholesale to. So, you know, shops like Belove and Mucky Duck, there's just the gamut. You know, we have great oil and vinegars with the Olive Branch and Canal Street Market. You can pretty much get any kind of unique food item that you're looking for. So we truly do have a little bit of everything for everybody. And what's also unique is it's it's easily walkable and also the access to the rideshare. I, the bicycles, correct? So if, hey, if you just want to get a, rent a bike for a little while, you can take that, hit the greenways, ride around the, the, the village as well. So yeah, Zimmer Biomet partnered with Wanana Lake and Warsaw to provide 22 bikes between five stations throughout both cities. So that's a ride share. Um, originally it was started through Zagster and uh, Zagster kind of went out during COVID. Another company called Kalani bought them out. So we have five stations kind of set up. So you can jump on a bike and ride it to a different part of one in the lake. You can ride it to Warsaw and drop your bike off at one of the stations and continue your journey on from there. So it's pretty cool how connectivity we are between both towns. And, you know, one in the lake used to be called the sleeper town of Warsaw. But, you know, I, mm. I like to get the fight about that and say, hey, you know, we're not the little sleeper town that Warsaw, you know, people have rejected us to be. You know, we are our own community. We have a lot of strong things going for us. Talk about the um, relationships, not the right word I'm looking for, but I can't think of anything else. Grace College with Winona Lake. You know, we've got a college atmosphere. You're bringing a lot of kids in. And, and when kids are coming in for a college experience, a lot of times we're thinking uh, differently, uh, the, the chains and what they know from where they're from. And Grace and Winona Lake, especially the village atmosphere, completely different from other colleges in that way. Yeah, in fact, I might add another third component to that is actually the town of Winona Lake in general. So you have the village, you have the town, and then you have Grace College. And we Mm -hmm. all three work together to actually get everything that we each need from each other. Um, One thing that I was pretty proud of that I did um, coming into the village was starting a program with Grace College where the Grace students could use uh, it's called Flex Village Flex, um, and they get $400 a year, and they're allowed to use that money down in the shops and restaurants. So on their ID card, they actually have a separate magnet strip that the the code reads that there's terminals in the, in 
some of the restaurants and rocket fizz that the students can go down there. They get so much money every year and they can just swipe their ID card in those shops. So that was one of the things that I, I won't say I'm most proud of, but that's one of the things I really worked on uh, early on career at the village was to get that installed in grace because we do have such a great uh, relationship between the college and uh, us down at the village. There is not a lot to do. Um, I went to grace. I graduated in 2004. So I went there I lived at home, so I didn't have the typical college experience that a lot of people might have coming to Grace College. But, you know, there I think there was actually more to do then on campus than maybe what there is now because they don't really have a dedicated student union like we used to back at Westminster back when I was there. So, hmm. um, but I think Grace has made some great changes in giving the students um, some amenities outside of campus that has really uh, expanded their um, reach in the community. I would have to say that just visiting throughout the year, being at the village for this, that, and the other thing, I see a lot of students that, you know, that engagement between the college, the village, and the town to keep the kiddos close, not too far out is pretty unique. They're always visiting the coffee shops, this and that. So it's kind of neat to be able to see that. Yeah. Graduation was a couple of weeks ago. So it's, it's, it's pretty unique seeing how quiet Grace gets yes. uh, around when there's no college students. Um, you know, it's, I, I wouldn't want to say we flip a switch because usually when Grace graduation happens, you kind of see the exodus of all the kids, but mm -hmm. then you see all the tourism coming yeah. from all the summer uh, tourism coming. So it is kind of unique. You kind of flip a switch. You have all the, the fall and winter kids coming mm -hmm. and then in the summertime you have all the seasonal people coming so it's pretty cool to get to experience both of those uh different atmospheres uh that we have it really is you're right it is a switch it, it does change in very quickly yeah it, it does you, happen <laughs> uh you know i i remember seeing 50 cars lined outside of grace and everyone packing up their belongings and heading home and it's it's kind of sad truthfully you know you you lose a sense of all those communities you know Grace is a very integral part of Winona Lake. You know, mm, I think yes. I think Grace uh, might do fifty million dollars of uh, injected money into the community during their school year. So that's a big amount of money that brings into our community every year. Yes, and the collaboration between is just so unique and just keeps Casiasco clearly a great oh, place. To here meet. we go. Did you like that? Uh, that was good. That was good, Corey. <laughs> Uh, as, as, as we kind of wind down, uh, one of the questions I want to get, we've talked about a lot of what's here and, yeah. and what's happened and built to this point. As we turn an eye to the future, um, how do mm. you foresee and what do you think the possibilities are as we go forward to building upon this village? I'll call it the village brand. But also geographically building, because you know, as you go down to the village, mm. there there's a a finite point that we can see physical building going this way. So, how does that look, Nick? As we move forward, what are the plans for the village? So we just completed. We haven't even talked about this. Uh, the Miller Sunset Pavilion. Oh yeah, was oh. Uh, a, a huge undertaking that we took over the last two years. Um, we started kind of right in the middle of COVID. Uh, that process. And we just completed last November, we'll say, was kind of the mm -hmm. the completion of it, right for the ice rink season. Mm -hmm. So it's got an ice rink inside of it, but it's a 180 foot by 120 foot open pavilion. So we are looking, really looking forward to the future with what that pavilion is going to uh, afford us 
in the community in terms of possibilities. You know, the possibilities are truly endless yeah. of what we have in that facility. A couple of weeks ago was the first farmer's market that they had. And so it's been interesting to see, you know, what that's brought to our community so far. And, you know, it's only a couple of weeks old already, but it's pretty amazing. Um, fat and Skinny was in there, and that was pretty amazing to see how that was used with Fat and Skinny. So there's a lot of unknowns. What's going to happen with the pavilion and all the different programming? Uh, just because it's so new, we haven't really figured out how to use it yet. So it's pretty cool to experience something like that to actually build off of and actually plan for the future of what that was. Um, I don't have the exact number of skaters that went through, but there was several thousand skaters that skated last winter. Oh, yeah, easily. In, in that. Um, I actually, they still have the stacks of waivers on the counter and they're, they're, they're in, they're like feet high of all the different waivers that um, were signed. So it's pretty amazing seeing how our little community brought so many people into just one facet of that, you know, ice skating. You know, we, we, we talked about all the different KOA white papers on different podcasts. But, you know, that yeah. was a KOI white paper that came to fruition um, from. So it's really unique to see that. So there's a lot of talk of what's going to happen in Winona Lake. Um, maybe not necessarily the village, but we're talking about a town center out of the Stonehenge Golf Course. So that'll be interesting to see what that happens in the future. Um, I've heard everything from re redoing the pool to maybe a brand new aquatic center with a partnership for Morsel Community High School. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of growth that Winona Lake is looking uh, at having here in the future. And you're adding some potential new art, public arts, and our roundabout potentially the town is. Yeah, I'm not really on that committee, so I'm not too well versed on what's going on. But yeah, I saw some pretty cool proposals for some sculptures in the middle of the roundabout. So anytime we can bring art into the community, it's a good thing. It um, is. You, it cultivates tourism Yeah, you look for at sure. everything that we've done with art in Warsaw and Winona the last, you know, even the last five years with all the different um, uh, paintings on the buildings and all the different sculptures everywhere. It's pretty, it's pretty cool to see that. You know, you see that in a lot of downtowns of large cities, but you don't see that in a lot of small communities. And that's one thing that we can definitely be proud of to have that in our community. Oh, I completely agree. It, it means a lot to communities. Uh, the size of Kosciuszko County and Winona Lake and everything, but I'm a big art, yeah, well, public I'm, art nerd. I'm still, I'm still chuckling over and stumbling over the joy that you feel when you come into Winona Lake because I, I roundabouts I and joy to me don't go together. But <laughs> oh, but, well, but you know, it's just that's, that's right. only temporary, temporary uh, pain. It's all yeah, uh, it's, it'll, it'll bring it'll the be come. Speaking of art, we do have a very large art fair the first weekend of June every year, mm-hmm. so. That's something that we look forward to every year is our art fair. And every year it's bigger and better than the last. So, so Corey, you have an experience the art fair, come out and see it. Yeah, exactly. it, it, it is a good one. We've been down there as that goes on. So uh, make sure you put it on your schedule for next year too. Yep. Uh, Corey, as we kind of wind down here, uh, mm-hmm. there is one question that we have not asked yet. And there uh, is I'm one question. Kick it over to you. There is. What does the phrase clearly Kosciuszko mean to you? Oh man, I knew this was going to be asked. And, <laughs> You know, I, I've actually tried to catch up on a lot of the podcasts lately, so I've been hearing what everybody else was saying. So there's been a lot of great things, and I really wanted to just rip something off um, what someone else has said and claimed as mine. But you know, I would have called you out on that. And so <laughs> <laughs> exactly, plagiarism is not good. So uh, I, I kind of thought about this, and I, and I thought just being present in the here and now 
is a really good way to think of clearly Kosciuszko. Um, you know, I think we can always get caught up in the past and might even get, you know, our, our future might be kind of hazy, but being present here and now, I think is really defining of what's happening right now in Kosciuszko County. I like that a lot. That is good. That, and that Taking is Taking a step and unique. just, it, it is. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that. That's great. Especially because I think we're always thinking of the future or thinking of the past. Mm -hmm. We're never, I think it's just the world we live in now. Yeah, I think it's that's very a great easy comment. to get caught up in everything that's happening, you know, ahead of time. We're mm -hmm. always looking at our calendars, but yeah. just actually enjoying what's going on presently, I think is overlooked a lot of times. Fantastic. Well, Nick, uh, thank you for being here today. I always give everybody a chance to give a few shout outs. Any, uh, anybody, any business, anything you want to give a shout out to quickly in the village? Yeah, I mean, just come enjoy all the, the shops or restaurants. I mean, we have 21 of them, so I don't know if I can get through that in a couple of five seconds. But yeah, just come and, you know, experience everything that we have. There's been a lot of people, Dr. Dane Miller and Mary Louise Miller, really cast a good vision um, to make everything happen that we have now. So without people in the community like the Millers and, you know, a lot of the other people that help make the village what it is, you know, without those people, we wouldn't have what we have. So it's important to make sure that people are recognized sometimes for that. And, and Corey, what, what's going on? What's an update here from the Convention and Visitors Bureau? Any shout outs, anything that you've got that you want to highlight here while you're uh, co-hosting? Well, yes. So we have a art mural that we're going to be painting mm -hmm. interior in the visitor center. So okay. you'll see that later this summer. So that is really unique. And we received a grant for that. So that okay. was neat. And I'm always going to play. We have a digital passport program called Engage Kosciuszko Passports. There's six of them. So if you're looking for things to do and you have that smartphone and you want to win prizes, take part of that and you can find that on our website. So those passports, talk a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, I, those, uh, those lump different, or I should say similar activities, uh, genres of activities together, mm -hmm. correct? They do. So we have six total. We have one related to trailblazers. So if you're going to hike or bike, all of those around the county. We have a challenge passport was related to our uh, our attractions in the county. And then we have the public arc trail. And then we have three related to food, a breakfast trail, taco trail, and sipping trail. And where is, is Tippy River Adventures in these passports? Claire? I don't know. Well, we can easily add you to yeah, our trailblazer. That's what I'm talking about. You need you and I need to talk afterwards. We sure here. do. We need to talk. But a big plug to Tippy River Adventures. So our new visitor guide is out. Uh -huh. And Jody and yourself were uh -huh. so kind in letting us take a cover photo. So you are featured on our cover of our 2023 visitor guide. It's, it's talking about different lake, different water types. Yeah, and it's a great picture, mostly due to the fact that neither Jody or I are in it. Yes, that, that's that the is, that neither, is the best neither part. Neither am I. No. Uh, both faces for radio, everybody. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So, Corey, thank you for that update, yeah. and I know that you're going to be bringing more to us throughout this series on yes. what's going on at the CVB. Uh, so, I'm very proud to have you alongside for this. Thank uh, once you. again, thanks to Dream On Studios, thanks to the Convention Visitors Bureau, Visit Kosciuszko, Tippy River Adventures, and everybody that makes this podcast happen. Next episode drops in two weeks. Weeks. Nick, thanks for being here. Thank we'll you, see y'all next time. Thanks for having me on the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Take care. Clearly Kosciuszko is a countywide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Kosciuszko Chamber of Commerce, and the Kosciuszko Economic Development Corporation. If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, 
a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference. Clearly, Kosciuszko will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.